Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, 49ers faithful? What a crazy day. Uh, I don't really know how else to put this besides the fact that the 49ers made a gigantic splash that was not expected by me and so many other people. Um, And so what we're going to do, you know, we did our emergency show earlier where we broke down as much of the Javon Hargrave deal as possible. Uh, I've since been able to do a couple breakdowns on our Patreon page, and I want to bring some of those notes, and I, I even brought a little clip that I'm going to share with you uh, just from his play back you know, this past year. But we're going to detail it all. So buckle in. This is going to be a very, very fun show. We're live on Instagram. Uh, first time that we've done that in a long time. But we've got a Debo Samuel jersey to give away. We're going to be detailing who the 49ers gained, who they lost, um, and who they were able to keep, uh, some of those players. Plus, we're going to kind of jump out of the 49ers shell a little bit and look at the NFC West, right? Every single team, you start off with the exact same goal. You hear me say this all the time. You win your division. And the NFC West has been pretty damn absent from free agency thus far. Um, Seattle Seahawks just got their very first signing, the first true signing of any team not named the 49ers um, in free agency so far. Um, And so we'll detail some of that as well. But uh, make no mistake, the number one thing that you got to take away from today is the 49ers improved. And if you look across the NFC, the NFC West, the NFC West is getting worse and worse every year. Three straight years that the the NFC is taking steps back considerably. The, The NFC is turning into a powerhouse. But that's not to the 49ers' concern. They continually just get better. The Javon Hargrave signing was gigantic. Um, again, I, I dove into two full game tapes of his today after the announcement was made. Um, first one's up on Patreon now. Uh, you can go grab that. Again, if you haven't joined Patreon today, I don't know what you're waiting on. Uh, we got a free trial, a uh, seven-day free trial up. And I loaded, I think, a 20-minute breakdown of Javon Hargrave today. I've got another one that's loading currently that'll be ready in the morning. Dude's consistent. 
Yeah, everybody knows about Javon Hargrave and kind of what he does in the passing game. That That's not a surprise really to anybody. And whenever you look at just, again, double-digit sacks, doesn't miss games. He's missed three games in his entire career in seven years. That's it. Tommy, thank you. 11 sacks, 66 pressures. Now, this... Uh, I didn't come, did not come for me. This is PFF underscore Sam, who does a great job stats and all those things. Let's put this into perspective just this year. If you look at every single defensive tackle that played for the 49ers regular season, postseason, which is a lot of games, right? It's 20 games. They totaled. Okay. They totaled. Um, it, it was right 66 pressures. That's the 49ers throughout offseason, postseason, every defensive tackle, 66 total pressures. I'm sorry, 88 total pressures. Javon Hargrave had 66 by himself. So eight total players played defensive tackle for the 49ers and totaled 88 total pressures. Hargrave got 66 by himself. So the pass rushing is everything. That's why he got paid what he got paid. What's up, Jack? I uh, love it. Thank you so much for the contribution on YouTube. He says, in my feels a bit, saying goodbye to Jimmy G, Big Mike, Jimmy Ward. Been warriors for us for a long time. Feels like the end of an era in some ways. Man, you are not wrong. And, you know, as there, there's different ways to look at it. One, you get sentimental. Like, even if you're not a Jimmy G guy. Which, which I never really coined myself a Jimmy G guy, but I love Jimmy. My, I bought my son a Jimmy Garoppolo jersey. I have a Jimmy Garoppolo jersey. Like, those things, th th those are real, right? Like, what he did for this organization was huge. You hate the way it ended. You hate him and Kyle kind of going at each other in press conferences. I mean, it's just the way this business works. I get it whenever you feel like you were pushed to the side for an unproven asset in Trey Lance. I understand those things. but. Remember the good times, baby. <laughs> they weren't always mad and bickering and upset. Um, there are good times there, too. Divorces are a real thing. And I always say this. Divorces aren't a bad thing. If somebody gets a divorce, it's usually a good thing. You feel bad. You feel bad. And it's sad. And, that's, and I totally get that. But there were once good times. Remember the good times, baby, <laughs> and move on. And I'm so happy for Jimmy Garoppolo moving on. I, I've been screaming from the mountaintops that Jimmy needed a new place. He needed a new spot. He goes to the Raiders now. Man, he's going to be welcome with open arms. They've had Derek Carr, who, all right, Derek Carr's Derek Carr. They're going to win more games with Jimmy Garoppolo, period. That's just what it is. I hate the Jimmy Garoppolo to Devontae Adams connection just because there's no deep ball there, but they're going to be successful. They're going to do well. And he went and got paid. We kept saying over and over again, the 49ers, you know, did not want to foot that bill again. And for all the people that were, you know, in my DMs and emailing me, I appreciate that. Just say, man, just keep Jimmy G. Keep Jimmy G. He'll do a team-friendly deal. Jimmy G ain't doing a team-friendly anything. He never has. And you're like, well, but that one year when he got injured – that was, it was, the problem was it was musical chairs. He had the injury. By the time he was healed, every seat had been taken by a quarterback. That's the difference between then and now. That's it. And the quarterback's more, or the NFL is more quarterback needy now. He got a three-year, $72 million deal, 72 and a half. That's $24.1 I thought he was going to get more. I really, really did. 
probably if I had to say, okay, we'll talk about Mike. We'll talk about Jimmy Ward. We'll talk about Hassan Ridgeway. Those are the players that we have lost. But if I had to say probably my least favorite thing about today, and again, I'm being picky here, is I was almost 100% certain the 49ers would be awarded another third-round comp pick next year because of the Jimmy Garoppolo deal. Now, it's still the largest. It will be the largest free agency contract given, period. But the problem was the second largest is Javon Hargrave for $21 million a year. So I'm not sure how this is going to work because usually whenever you get these high-priced contracts, they cancel each other out. You lost $21 million a year, twenty-one or 24.1, and you signed $21 million with Hargrave. So you lost Jimmy G, 24.1. You've got Hargrave 21. Will those cancel out? Because there's a $3 million average per year difference. And then you go to Mike McGlinchey, 17.5 million, right at $3.6 million more. And so will the Hargrave cancel out with McGlinchey? If that's the case, 49ers get an extra third round pick. Or does Hargrave cancel out Garoppolo? in which case the 49ers will get a fourth-round comp pick. So uh, I'm being picky here, but comp picks are kind of my thing. <laughs> and if you're a 49ers fan, uh, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, I agree as well. It's all about those those comp picks. That's just the way to build. And so it, it's interesting. I'm curious to see how that's going to go um, because I was certain we were getting an additional third-round pick next year. Now I'm not. Now probably a fourth. Matthew, I love this question. He says, no better feeling than seeing the 49ers getting better while the Rams and Cardinals nosedive towards the bottom of the conference. One, they're already there, right? Uh, you, if they were, Cardinals are picking third. Seahawks should be picking, I think, fifth or sixth, all right, uh, up there. Uh, I, I got it here. Whereas Denver took that spot. Yeah, so you look at that pick. Um, no, Seattle, I'm sorry, I apologize. The Rams, that is the correct answer. The Rams should be picking sixth. So Rams should be picking sixth. Cardinals picking third. They're bottom of the league. Seahawks, they're picking 20th. Um, but yeah, they didn't really do it. None of those teams did anything. They just lost and lost and lost and lost. That's all they did today. It didn't get better. Didn't get better at all. 49ers got better, right? So we talked about Hargrave. Now let's dive into the cap numbers that we have for Hargrave. Because I, I think that's kind of key. And shout out to Nick Wagner, who does a heck of a job. Uh, he released these details just recently. So you sign Hargrave for $21 million per year. Now, that's not the way the cap works and all this other different stuff. And so a couple things to realize. Okay, this year, 2023, Javon Hargrave counts $6.6 million against the cap. That's a really low number. And 49ers love to backload these deals and just kick the can down the road. And they kind of stagger the contracts on a cap basis per year so that, you know, different player kicks in a different year. Trent Williams is kicking in this year, right? Armstead kicking in this year. And so, like, you keep pushing those things back to where Debo kicks in next year and so on and so forth. That's just the way that it goes. So that it's this stared approach or stepped approach, so you're not getting all those at the same time. So you just signed Hargrave for $21 million a year, four-year deal, but you're only paying 6.6 .6 against the cap this year. Next year, 15.5. Still pretty low. 
The 49ers can get out of the contract then. It's a four-year deal, but the 49ers have an out. If two years of play, they say, you know what? We won't want to, we don't want to do this anymore. You can get out and save $8 million against the cap in 2025. You'd have $18 million dead cap that you could spread out on one year or two years, uh, depending on when you release them, all that stuff. I don't want to get into that. But you got an out. So it looks huge, but not necessarily whenever you're just looking at the cap numbers. Now, if he plays out, and, and again, anytime your team signs a big-time free agent or signs a new deal, whatever, you always want them to live out the contract because that's the best case. You want them to overperform. If he does that, cap hit in 2025 is $26.5 huge. And then 2026, 28.3, huge, with a $7 million void year for 2020, uh, 2027. Now, that $7 million void year, again, you can kind of get out of that if you cut them beforehand. Um, you're going to be paying that money at some point. But when... That's up to the Niners. You really want them to jump in and just dominate and almost have to restructure this. That That's what you want. Um, so we'll kind of see how that goes. But I love this deal. Um, he's been absolutely incredible. And if you're watching on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, you know, all those different players, uh, all those different places, that I'm going to be sharing a clip with you guys real quick. It's just a 30-second clip. Daryl, thank you for the super chat on YouTube. He says, Hargrave is basically uh, Buck's desire. Yeah, you're talking about Buckner's. Um, we mentioned this briefly. DeForest Buckner signed for $21 million four years ago. Four years ago. So you're getting somebody that's playing double-digit sack you know, potential. He's getting $21 million now with how big the cap is now compared to what it was in 2020 or 2019. That's a pretty big difference. And so it hasn't been four years, it's been three years. It'd be three years. Um, it's a big deal. So if you adjust that for inflation and all those things, my guess is that's equivalent to signing probably a $25 million deal um, now compared to where Buckner was there. But again, this goes back to the way in which the 49ers continue to build. They want to build through power and imposing their physical will. That's not what Buckner does. That's not what Buckner does. I, personally, okay, I would take DeForest Buckner in the passing game. I would take Hargrave in the running game. And I might take Hargrave in the passing game too. Here, watch this clip. Very, It's 39 seconds. This was, I think this was against the Saints. Um, and it just shows exactly what he does. He's just a force. And if you're going to try to go one-on-one -on -one with him, you're in trouble because this dude just has so much power. You know, he's he's just so stout with with power in his lower body and upper body. I mean, you just it just literally he gets the sack by pushing the dude, <laughs> the blocker, into the quarterback. Like the, he's the first one that makes contact with him. The, the offensive player. You just see the bench press and the power that he brings. <laughs> Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. 
and prize picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. If you care about security and convenience, you need Eufy Video Lock. Let's just say you're sitting on the couch and you want to lock the door and you don't want to get up. Got you covered. You're wondering who's visited your house while you're away from home? Done. You want video that's stored on your device without a monthly fee? Eufy Video Lock has everything that you need. On top of that, it's easy to install. You don't have to drill anything. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. That's it. Keyless entry, finger point recognition, no battery anxiety, and they have 24-7 customer support on standby for you whenever you need it. So if you haven't yet, go to Eufy Video Lock. You can Google it. You can check out the videos and all those things. That is E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock. And so the takeaways from, again, I've gone through two game films already. Power and leverage. Power and leverage. He's not huge. 6'2", 300 pounds. Not oversized. But if you look at his metrics just with like lower body strength, upper body strength combined, it's so consistent. I, I saw one negative play in two full game takes. One. Dude's consistent. He's just so damn consistent. Now, all right, here we go. Let's do this. Let's get to the quarterback. Um, the 49ers signed a ginger. Uh, that's what the title should have been for this episode. Sam Darnold comes in as quarterback three. Now, couple. Th there's a lot here. One, the financials are not out, okay? Um Usually, whenever a player signs, the agents are just like super excited to let everybody know exactly how much money they're they got their client, all these different things. That's not out yet. And I thought it was fishy. And then I saw Akash's tweet. Akash does great work. Um, where he said the same thing. Like, this is probably good for the 49ers that the numbers aren't out yet. Now, okay, so why would the numbers not be out? It's because the agent doesn't want them out. Because they're low. Well, why are the numbers low? Sam Darnold is brought in. And, and I kept I kept saying this over and over again. You got to get a vet that wants to come to a team and be the quarterback three. Yeah, And that's not normal. That's not normal. You know, and you kind of look at, you know, shout out to Jason, who we always talk. He's a good friend. He's come out to some of the road trips. Appreciate your service. Amazing human being that's just done so much for this country, which is awesome. But he's like, man, this is a terrible signing. I would have much rather had Brissett. I would rather have Jacoby Brissett over Sam Darnold as well. However, Jacoby Brissett's late in his career. That dude's not one to go sit on a bench. That dude's one to compete and play. He's not trying to elevate his stock. He's got to get paid now. Sam Darnold, he's 25 years old. 
He's 25. He's a pup. And so Sam Darnold coming in to be the quarterback three, why would he do that? It makes a lot of sense for him. He's damaged goods. He's already f- kind of flamed out at two different teams, right? Jets didn't work out. Didn't work out for the Panthers. And now he's here. Why is he here? Well, Shanahan gets quarterbacks paid. And while his opportunity to play may seem small, and I think it is small, it's smart for him to just come into the system and just wait. And even if he doesn't get to play as quarterback three, most teams don't even have three quarterbacks. Like, if you're upset about Sam Darnold, ask me, tell me this, which team's third quarterback would you take over Sam Darnold? There's not an answer there. There's not, there's no, most teams don't have three quarterbacks, let alone Sam Darnold, who was the third overall pick, you know, being there. Now, I understand why he's meme worthy and all those things because he was such a high pick. And I get all that. Uh, from Doggo Dude, his comment says this the Darnold, the Darnold signing is getting blasted, but he finished the year so good. Man, this you read my notes. Thank you, Doggo. Um, with three quarterbacks we have now, the offense doesn't change much, if at all. I dig it. Wanted him before Purdy stepped up. Look, listen to these numbers, okay? Remember, the 49ers like destroyed the Panthers. They beat their tail end so bad. We were at that game. It was a blast. They fired their coach immediately afterwards. They traded us their best player. We go on and sign their DC, and now we get their quarterback that did well. And I, I want to get to that comment in a second, uh, Clayton. Grizz's comment right there. So star that one. We're, I want to come back to that. But they were 3-8. and eight. The Panthers were terrible. One of the worst conferences in the NFL. Sam Darnold steps in and finally gets to start for them. Right? He got injured, comes back, he gets to start. Sam Darnold went four and two down the stretch. He started six games. They went four and two. They were three and eight. They were half a game out of winning that division. The one bad game that he had in that six-game stretch was against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay beat him. He threw a couple of interceptions in that one. And that was it. And so they didn't make the playoffs. But he got them to the place where they almost made the damn playoffs. And this is a terrible team. A terrible team. Um, Now, if you just look at his numbers during that six-game stretch, that's all he played this year. He threw seven touchdowns. Not great in six games, but consistent. Three interceptions. He had a 92.6 rating. Remember, who's our defensive coordinator? Steve Wilkes, right? Do you think Steve Wilkes would have said, look, dude, Shanahan, I get it. This kid ain't it. I've been in rooms, meeting rooms, huddles, all these things with him. He ain't it. Christian McCaffrey's on this team. Do you think that they asked Christian McCaffrey? Do you think that they talked to Steve Wilkes? Hey, what are your thoughts on Darnold? It says so much that they would agree or at least sign off on it. Because if CMC would have said, coach, listen to me, this kid ain't it. He's not, he doesn't have whatever it is. He's a bad dude. He's a bad apple. He doesn't work hard. He doesn't have integrity. He pisses people off the locker room. No, no, no. So I'm telling you right now, Steve Wilkes and CMC stamped off on this deal. Period. There's, there's no freaking way that CMC was like, wow, can't believe they signed that guy. I didn't see that coming. That would be so stupid. 
<laughs> you're so stupid billy uh some people get that reference if you got that reference please throw in there uh that you do this movie just so i can feel better about my life they're redoing this movie not sure how i feel about that but uh that's okay um my rosie perez interpretation or uh, impersonation it, it's it, it could use some work i get it i get it but this is a 49ers team that had so many people again top tier people steve wilkes probably your number two and so it it just makes sense. Now, somebody made the argument earlier that Sam Darnold was brought in to compete. Grizz, thank you. He says, uh, Grizz, I appreciate you, man. He says, I think Sam is going to compete. With who? You think Sam Darnold is going to compete with Trey Lance for the starting job week one? I don't see that as a possibility really at all. And here's why I say that. Sam Darnold's here to rebuild his brand and all those things and make it worthwhile. And after we finish talking about Sam Darnold, I'm going to give away a Debo jersey. Uh, sorry, I get caught up in this stuff. Uh, <laughs> but we'll, we'll be giving away a jersey here soon. So let, let's just continue with this Darnold conversation just for a minute. Trey Lance was handed the keys to this entire operation last year. Handed. Like, there's no quarterback competition. Jimmy Garoppolo, you'll work out on the sidelines, right? You're over there. You're by yourself. This is Trey Lance. This is Trey Lance's thing. What did you see in those five quarters that would tell you this front office has moved on from Trey Lance? That's what I don't understand. There's what did you see in those five quarters, four of which were a freaking monsoon? I was there because my damn phone didn't work for four days afterwards. It was terrible. Like, go watch the film in the fourth quarter. You can't even see the ball. You can't even see the ball. I just don't understand that. Off, off again, let's go through the checklist. Whenever Trey Lance was drafted, I said, okay, let's let's play devil's advocate. Explain to me why or how Trey Lance could be a bust. And let's go through what makes all these quarterbacks busts, right? Off the field stuff. Trey Lance, you ain't got to worry about that. And you say, oh, I went to the strip club or whatever. But man, this he grown adult. Whatever. Calm down. Um, that, that ain't it. Locker room guy, good gosh. Are you kidding me? He logs all the time. He works out with people nonstop in the offseason. Um, when Brock Purdy was scoring touchdowns, the very first person to meet him every single drive, you had Kyle Shanahan talk about this. You had Brock Purdy talk about this. You had CMC talk about this. The first person to greet the offense, I go to almost every game, and you can see it. They don't show it on the broadcast view. Trey Lance walks out onto the field and freaking claps up the offense and high-fives them every single time. He's a great teammate. Work ethic? Gotta be kidding me. Logged the most time in the playbook his rookie year. Digitally, right? They monitor that. Physical traits, he's got them in spades. Now... We have not seen him go lights out. There's no doubt about that. Now, and again, flip side to this argument, right? Why are the reasons why he isn't a bust or it could be a bust? Do the same thing for, is he a top five quarterback? We haven't seen that either. And people always come to me like, oh, you're just a Trey truther and whatever else. I'm just like, no, I have not seen that Trey Lance is a bust. Not at all. I also have not seen that Trey Lance is a top five quarterback at all. He's played four games. Kid's 22. Kids, 22. That's why I think 
you watch my show, you might care a little bit about what I think. And if you don't, that's okay. Disagreeing with me probably makes you smarter than agreeing with me. I'm not a smart man, uh, <laughs> but I do know what love is. Man, we're going to just be knocking out all these movie quotes. I'm telling you, we're just going to keep it going. Uh, Bobo says, Trey needs to learn to slide. I do agree with you there. Uh, but he is a physical power style running quarterback, which you saw at North Dakota State. So, like, he's got to figure out when to get down and when to go for the first down, right? Like, yes, I agree with you. If I could fix anything, it would be pocket awareness and protect yourself. That's it. He's got everything else. But anyway, so I don't think Sam Darnold's being brought in to compete. And Once you see these numbers, I think that's going to tell you a lot. So, for example, you look at what – oh, man, what was the deal that Stidham got? I'm going to look this up. Okay, Stidham, he signs back with a two-year, $10 million deal. Okay, that's $5 million a year, and then they sign Jimmy Garoppolo right there. Does that mean they don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Who's the starting quarterback? Okay, this is, again, we're, we're disassociating ourselves with uh, – I'm sorry, he went, to, uh, he went to the Broncos. So what, what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to create we're all Niners fans. That's why you're here, and I love you for it. Let's look at a team we hate. Freaking Captain Cringe, Russell Wilson, and the Broncos. We hate these cats, right? Can't stand them. They signed Jared Stidham to a two-year, $10 million deal. Does that mean that he's starting week one? Does that mean that he's being brought in to compete with Russell Wilson? No. The answer to both those things is no. Not at all. It's still Russell Wilson's show, but... You got to have somebody else. That's exactly what Sam Darnold is. And I will argue, I think Sam Darnold's going to make less money than that two-year, $10 million deal. That's just me. I think it's going to be a one-year deal, maybe for like six or seven. But I don't think he's getting that much money. I could be wrong. And again, disagreeing with me is probably a very, very smart thing. Uh, So (laughs) you're in good company. That's all I got to say. Now, before we move on to some more stuff, and I, I got some more Sam Darnold points that I want to hit, uh, we are giving away, man, we just give away a lot of stuff here. That's what all the hashtag CCs are. So if you're joining us and you're like, what are all these hashtag CCs? That's the countdown crew. And the first two minutes of every show, uh, if you turn on that notification bell, go hashtag CC. We do giveaways every single month. We hit 800, 800 episodes uh, a week ago. So I wanted to give away this Debo Samuel jersey. And you could do that through Twitter, Patreon, hashtag CC on here. And the winner um, of this is Jason Moobs. Moobs, M-O-U-B-B-S, I believe. Um, Just want to say congratulations. Now, if you lost and you didn't win, guess what? We've got another way for you to win a jersey. We are doing a 49ers Rush Bracket Challenge. Um, And, yeah, the winner gets an autographed Frank Gore jersey. So uh, if you want to take part in this challenge, it's going to be a blast. You better hurry because as soon as those games start, we're cutting it off. All Patreon members get in for free. If you are not a Patreon member, it costs five bucks. Uh, Very, very simple. You can Venmo me, Jonathan-Chapman-2. J-O-N-A-T-H-O-N-Chapman-2. Just whatever you Venmo me, make sure you put your email so I can email you the password and link um, in the payment thing on Venmo. So just put your email there. But here's what I would really do. I'll be really honest with you. You can still join for free if you're not a Patreon member. How do you do that? You go sign up for a seven-day free trial on Patreon. As soon as you do, you get access to everything we got. 
and then you can join that way. Free. Doesn't cost you a penny. Have fun. We're about community here. Unfortunately, I do have to feed my family. This is my full-time job, and so I've got to do some of those things. Um, and so anyway, come have a good time with us. March Madness, 49ers Rush Bracket tra- uh, Challenge. First place gets a Frank Gore jersey. I filled out my bracket today. I'm just telling everybody so you can beat me. Texas is winning it all. Hashtag hook them. I'm a homer. I'm going to lose. I don't care. Uh, that's just what it is. So uh, those are some options that are there for you guys. We're giving stuff away. And... If it's your first time with us, hit that subscription button and go check out Patreon. Trust me, um, you're going to enjoy it. We put a lot of stuff out there. Now, I do have to say our watch party for the 1994 home games uh, that we've been doing on Patreon, our Zoom parties, uh, not going to be able to do that this week. I've got an old coaching buddy, one of my ski buds. It's his spring break. We're going skiing. It's some of the best snow that's ever happened. So my podcast for the rest of this week, I want to be on top of a mountain coming to you guys, but uh, can't stop me. Still working. Still working. Uh, Anyway, now back to the 49ers kind of quarterback room with Sam Darnold. And we're going to be talking about the guys we've lost and what that means and try to wrap this whole thing up in a nice little package. The 49ers quarterback room is interesting. Trey Lance is 22. Brock Purdy's 23. And then you've got Sam Darnold, who's 25. You've got three quarterbacks all under 25. They're young. And Shanahan just keeps going after this youthful upside, right? It's just what he, it's, I don't know why, but he loves it. Everybody thought we'd get a really old quarterback. Now you look at, you know, Darnold, he's 25, but he's played in 56 games, NFL games. So he's got a lot of playing time. He just came out. So he's 21 when he came out. So he'd been through a lot. Now, I don't think that the 49ers are done at the quarterback position. Here's why. The Brock Purdy timeline is very important. At three months, he can start the throwing motion. At three months, okay? And so if if we just keep track of when that is, that's the first week of June. He's not expected to be cleared until the fourth week of August. Well, training camp starts in May. Late May, but still. I'm sorry, late July. I apologize. So the first month minimum of training camp, you're not going to have Brock Purdy. You're not going to. You have to have three quarterbacks for camp. Every NFL team has at least three, sometimes four. 49ers are going to have to add somebody. Will it be another free agent? I doubt it. I think it's going to be another quarterback through the draft. A sixth or seventh round type guy that, just like what you did last year with Nate Sudfeld, you had, and then you added Brock Purdy, right? I think it's going to be something similar to that. And that's not a bad thing. And we're going to be breaking down quarterbacks over on Patreon and giving you the guys that we like and the 49ers have met with and all those things. Because, man, you know, I'll pull this up right now. If we look at the 49ers interview list, guess what? The 49ers have met with not one, not two, but three draft-eligible quarterbacks already. Dorian Thompson uh, Robinson out of UCLA. Everybody likes him. Tim Demoret out of Fordham. Got a teammate in the room, right? Nick Zakel, he was from Fordham. We've got an inside track there. And Jaron Hall from BYU. 49ers kind of have a little bit of a track record with BYU quarterbacks. Nothing wrong there. Now, if you want to get to know these peoples, guess what? We've got our draft book up. It's up. 
All Patreons have access to it. Again, more reasons just to go sign up for your free trial, download the draft book, enter into the March Madness tournament, all those things. Watch the Javon Hargrave stuff, and then cancel. You're fine. It doesn't cost you a pity. But I promise you this, if you check out all this stuff and you see the quality of content that we're putting out, I think you might stick around. That draft book is up on Patreon right now for everybody. Um, and you can read it. Uh, 297 player profiles that we have broken down. You want to know who the 49ers have met with, what positions? All detailed right there. Um, yes, it's PDF uh, format, Big Papa. So you can do you can download it and print it if that's what you want to do. Uh, or you can keep the digital copy, you, whatever it is you want. I've made it PDF so that you could color book, get your pencils out, Sharpies, all that kind of stuff. And on top of that, that's just our first version. Here in a month, we're going to include that plus Excel spreadsheets, plus you know our entire big board where I rank every single player, where I give them draft grades, all that kind of stuff. We got you covered. And it's all with the Niners slant. There's people that do better draft work out there than I do, 100%. I am not taking that away. I subscribe to those sites as well. But our goal here with the 49ers rush is we want to synthesize as much as that as possible and then point that with the Niners slant to you so that you know the people. Like we go through it, we figure out who has made academic honor roll. That's important to the 49ers. 82 out of 90 players on the 49ers 90-man roster last year had some type of academic award. So a lot of those sites, they don't really care about that, but we do. So we literally go through everybody, and we figure that out. Shout out to you know all the people that are helping us out with that. We got Brian White. We got uh, Brian Carter. We got Josh, the man. We got Clayton, who's back behind the scenes right now. He's the editor of the thing. The dude is freaking killing it. I met his grandfather earlier today. That was really cool digitally. Shout out, man. Shout out to grandpa. Um, Jay Aguayu, thank you so much for the contribution. He says, great day for 49ers fans. Ready for the draft. We got a lot more coming before the draft. This next month, we got six weeks till the draft. Man, free agency, usually the Niners wait till day two, three, four to get crazy active. They jumped in both feet today, didn't they? Whew. Now, let's talk about the players we kept. And if this was a different news cycle, then we probably would have been focusing on these guys a lot more so. The first one came out, Tayshawn Gibson, one year, 2.9 million. Great signing. Just led the team defensively in snaps, led the team in interceptions. He's older. He's long in the tooth. But that's okay. And again, I remind you, Back in 2021, that's when the Niners signed Jaquaski Tart to a one-year deal and drafted Talanoa Hufunga. I fully expect that to happen again. You sign Gibson to a one-year deal. He's he's older, probably his last year. You draft a guy, learn behind Gibson, step in for next year. It's the redshirt philosophy that the 49ers just absolutely love. And then another defensive tackle, Kevin Givens, who started. Man, how many games did he start? This year, I I, I want to look at this because Kevin Givens, I mean, he was probably our most consistent. He started 11 out of 17 games, 11 out of 17 games for the 49ers this year. You brought him back on a one year, two point one million dollar deal because he was restricted free agent. He has it. He doesn't have his four accrued seasons yet um, because his first year in 2019, he only played in one game before he got injured. And so that didn't count. So even though he's been in the NFL for four years, he only has three accrued seasons. Now that will happen after that. I think that was Big Papa with that comment, Clayton. 
that said, um, yeah, look to the red shirts first. And there are a lot of good red shirts. Quantrez Knight is huge. Nick Zakil, huge. Jason Poe, huge. If you're looking at safety, you got Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins, huge. Linebackers, Curtis Robinson and Marcelino McCray ball, huge. I wouldn't consider J.P. Mason a red shirt, but he's back there. There's talent on this team that we haven't seen as much of that the Niners are deep on. Remember, they use their practice squad better than anybody. Kevin Givens was one of those guys. Kevin Givens was one of those guys. Undrafted free agent. He was one of those guys. The defensive tackle depth. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, everybody keeps saying, like, oh, man. You look at this deal with Hargrave. Javon Kinlaw has gone. Okay, let, let's just talk briefly about Javon Kinlaw and not anything about his play, okay? Like, if you want to go through, here's what I would say. Go watch the NFC Championship second half film. It's up on Patreon. Just type in 49ers versus Eagles, hit enter. You'll get eight different breakdowns of that game. Watch the second half. Just, it's up right now on Patreon. Type in 49ers, Eagles in the search bar, hit enter. Watch the second half. Kinlaw played incredible. Maybe not incredible. He played good, better than average, and went bad. All those clips that you saw in Kinlaw were first half. He corrected it and came back. But whatever, okay? I just said we're not going to talk about his play, and then I talked about his play. I apologize to all of you. <laughs> now, let's talk about why Javon Kinlaw is going nowhere, okay? Javon Kinlaw's cap hit this year is $4.9 million, okay? If you cut Javon Kinlaw, do you know how much money you save? Zero dollars. You get nothing. Stick it with our movie uh, quotes. Good day, sir. You get nothing. Nada. Zilch. Uh, I think I uh, I was a little out of order, but I think you felt it. Gene Wilder, uh, he's coming through. He's coming through me. You know, I, I feel it. You get nothing. Why would you cut somebody if you got nothing? It makes no sense to me. I just don't get it. So before <clears throat> I dive in more to this, I got to get a cough drop. I'm losing it, but we're not going anywhere. Right here, subscribe to Patreon. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers podcast. And as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything, depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years. Every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. Now, if you have not subscribed to our Instagram, go check it out. 49ers Rush Podcast. Eric's doing a great job over there. He does. He keeps it up to date, runs it. Now, if you, as we continue to start going live there, if you want to see the behind the scenes of me coughing and taking drinks during those ad runs, it, it might be worth the price of admission, which is free. Um, just saying that's there. So 
Here's the thing with, you know, the whole Javon Kinlaw thing. You get nothing if you cut him. That roster spot, are you kidding me? If, if you just want that, you just put him on the PUP or the NFI or the IR, do an injury designation, and just be done with it. But there's no reason to cut somebody, especially with the play that he's put on the tape. Like, he's had good tape. He's had good tape. Look at the numbers. And, and you know, every single year I get these. Man, the 49ers should trade George Kittle. He's, you know, whatever, overpaid. We're not using him enough. Okay, I don't mind those conversations. And I, I, I could trade for Lamar Miller, right? Lamar Miller. Lamar Jackson, sorry about that. Let, let's, the 49ers should trade for Lamar Jackson. I don't mind that conversation because it's fun. And it's what we did as kids, right? You sit around and you play these blockbuster trades and all that stuff. But then I say, okay, let, let's entertain why from a football perspective that works. But you cannot divorce those things from the salary cap. You can't do it. Or from draft capital, you can't do it. And so whenever you dive into the numbers, they're going to give you an answer. Yes, you could do this, or no, you can't. The 49ers cannot trade for Lamar Jackson currently. They are not allowed to. They're literally not allowed to from NFL bylaws. Because, and again, this is just an example. If the Niners wanted to, they would have had to do so before he got franchise tagged. As soon as he got franchise tagged, the Niners are out. There is not a way possibly for them to do that. Now, it's not, and I'm not talking about this because of Lamar Jackson. I'm trying to use that as an example to say, hey, you think the 49ers would be better without Javon Kinlaw. Great. What do you get if you move on from Javon Kinlaw? Nothing. You get nothing. That's all that there is to it. So whether you hate them, whether you love them, whether whatever, the numbers tell you the answer. It's a cheat code. I'm giving you the answer. You get $0. He's already been paid this. $4.9 million is going to Javon Kinlaw no matter what. So why would you move on? Why? He's 26 years old. The dude's freaking worked his tail end off, and he's had crazy injuries. Maybe that's the Niners' fault for drafting him with the knee issue, whatever. Don't care. The dollars tell you he's not going anywhere. So whenever you get these crazy rumors, and I get it for clickbait, I get it. People are going to make their money, and I'm happy for them. I I love it when people get paid. It makes me so happy. That's why I like free agency so much. You see all these guys get paid top-tier money, and it's just like, hell yeah. And, you know, I want to talk about some of those guys now. Jimmy Garoppolo, we, we talked about him, and I'm so happy he got paid. $24.1 million a year to the Raiders. Awesome. Um, I I hate the Raiders. I, I really have never liked the Raiders. I, I think whenever I was a kid, I was pissed when Jerry Rice went there. Even though I was rooting for Jerry Rice, I still hated him for it, right? Like, <laughs> it, it's just what it is. Um, and so, like, I, I don't know, but... I hope he does well. I really, really do. Yeah, Rita, she she's worked her tail end off, and so I'm sure she'll find something new to do. But uh, they've been in, in, entertaining those drawing, painting things that she does. Mike McGlinchey, man, I'm happy for that dude, and I, it's best for everybody. I think it's best for the Niners. I think it's best for Mike McGlinchey. I think it's best for the Broncos. I really, really do. That dude got 17 and a half million year. My question to you is this. Would you rather keep Mike McGlinchey and Hassan Ridgeway? You put those two together, it equals almost exactly what you got for Javon Hargrave. So 
Throw this up in the chat. I need to see your answer. Javon, type in Javon or type in McGlinchey Ridgeway. Um, which one would you rather have? Because they're about the same cap hits. They're exact same. Those two things put together. For me, it's simple. Mike McGlinchey's good, and he's kind of the benefactor of probably the weakest position in the entire NFL, and that is right tackle. Because if you're a great tackle, you usually play on the left side. And then right tackle, guys, whatever. And so is Mike McGlinchey a top 10 right tackle in the NFL? Yes. Yes, he is. However, does that mean that he is a great player or whatever? That's a different conversation. I'm happy for him. I really, really am. And I'm not going to lie. He put together seven straight weeks of great, his best play of his entire career in the middle of the 49ers run. Playoffs happen. You went back to who he was. Are we going to get as good right tackle play as we did last year? No, we're not. We're not. But is that trade-off worth somebody like a Javon Hargrave? That's the difference. I would take Colton McKivitz and Javon Hargrave over Hassan Ridgeway and Mike McGlinchey any damn day of the week. It's not even close. You're at least getting one gigantic impact player. That's just where I stand. Bobo, thank you uh, for the super chat. He says, man, I'm tired of losing Super Bowls and NFC championships. Yes, I, I agree. I will never be happy with losing those, but at least we are getting there. We're knocking on the door, and the Niners got better. How many teams that have been to three out of four NFC championships, or AFC championships for that matter, got better? You look at the top-tier teams. Did the Bengals get better? Hell no, they didn't. They've lost some top-tier freaking players. Did the Chiefs get better? No, they didn't. They lost some top-tier players, right? Did the Eagles get better? No, they didn't. They got way worse. I think they're down like six or seven starters and their top three out of four coaches. We lost a lot of coaches too, though. But player-wise, like, and, and that's the thing. You look at these deals and you're like, man, the 49ers lost more than almost everybody if you look at it dollar-wise. But then you start to break down who those guys were. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't going to play for us last year outside of injury. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't going to play for us this year outside of injury. That's all there is to it. Mike McGlinchey. All right, he would have played for us 100%. But you remember when Mike McGlinchey got hurt, which sucks. Tom Compton, who the NFL had left for dead. He was part of the Shanahan loyalty program brought over from Washington. Steps in and you didn't miss a beat, right? Didn't miss a beat. You really didn't. Replacement level wasn't super far off from bad McGlinchey. Now, good McGlinchey, which we saw in the middle of the season this year, way off. That that was awesome, what he did. But we didn't even have that in the playoffs. So back to your thing. I'm tired of losing these things. The 49ers got better today. Eagles got worse. Bengals got worse. Chiefs got worse. The difference is those three teams are carried by elite quarterback play. And they're paying for it. Eagles haven't signed Jalen Hurts yet, but they're clearing the books for them. They lost their middle backer. They're losing their guard. They lost their safety. They lost their defensive tackle. They lost their swing tackle. Like, they're losing cats. Top-tier cats. Good players. Not the 49ers. They're losing. It's hard to classify Jimmy G. You lost Jimmy Ward. Let's talk about Jimmy. 
I haven't seen the numbers on that yet. I don't know if that's out. Let me refresh my insider feed just to to kind of see here. Um, I, I'm not seeing the numbers on the Jimmy Garoppolo deal, or sorry, the Jimmy Ward deal. But I I love Jimmy Ward. That dude's been a captain. He's played for nine years. Matt Barrows just tweeted this out 21 minutes ago. He says Jimmy Ward in 2014 when they got in had the longest unbroken <laughs> Dante Johnson number 27 the beast the barnacle uh was part of that same draft class they were actually uh roommates at the senior bowl which is like a fun little tidbit Dante Johnson and Jimmy Ward were uh roommates at the senior bowl now the longest tenured 49er goes to Eric Armstead by 2 years next up is the 2017 crew uh Kyle Juszczyk, Kittle, Robbie Gold um, there you go. So there's only one player on this team that predates Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, and that's Eric Armstead, who is an absolute epitome of what the 49ers mean, to me, anyway. Stalwart in the community, three-time Walter Payton Man of the Year, does the grunt work, the behind-the-scenes, the dirty stuff, and just Iron Man, absolute Iron Man. Now, this year he got injured, but again, if you look at Eric Armstead and what he did, right? He had the huge year and got paid. Then in 2018 through 2021, he didn't miss one game. And we were in the playoffs almost every year um, from, yeah. And he played all those. I mean, he didn't miss one game for four straight years as a defensive tackle. That's impressive. Now he missed some time this, this with the feet, right? He had two feet injuries, foot injuries, one foot and the other foot. But now you're combining Eric Armstead with Javon Hargrave, who's missed three games in seven years. You're going after these guys that play a lot. A lot. Daryl, uh, thank you for the super chat. He says, way early, but how many picks for departing players? Okay, so let's assume Jimmy Ward, just for the sake of simplicity, okay? And again, I it, it measures what other teams won and lost too, so... I'm giving you a very partial view on the compensation pick after one day of free agency. But if it was just today, and again, I'll go I'll go on the light side, okay? Light side. Let's just say Jimmy Garoppolo and Hargrave cancel each other out. McGlinchey, you'd get a fourth-round comp pick for. Let's say Jimmy Ward and Sam Darnold cross each other out. Hassan Ridgeway for $4 million. Maybe a seventh-round comp pick. So if I had to guess just after today's action, a fourth and a seventh would be a very conservative estimate on comp picks for 2024, right? Because these comp picks won't be in this year's draft. They're next year's draft. Does that make sense? And if we're just talking about next year's picks, guess what? The Niners are loaded up in picks next year. They have a first, a second, um at least two-thirds, then you'd get your fourth comp pick. You have your own fourth rounder. You don't have a fifth for the CMC trade. Sixth, and then two-sevenths. So you're talking about some picks there. There's no doubt about it. And so we'll have to see kind of how that goes. And again, you've still got guys out there that haven't been signed yet, like Ominihue, uh, Willis. Uh, there's, there's guys out there that are going to get paid by somebody, right? But back to Jimmy Ward. He's been through a lot, man. He, and yeah, Big Papa, always the spot in the heart 
uh, for Ward nine years. You know, one of the dreams is that 10 year veteran, because if you've been in the 49ers locker room, they've got the all decade team team uh, players that have played for over 10 years. And that that's meaningful. He got nine years. Maybe we'll get him back one year at the back end. I don't know. We'll see. But he goes with Tomiko, and I'm happy for both of them. He's going to teach the the defense over there and tone setter and a captain and amazing. I'm happy for him. And when we signed Tyshawn Gibson for super cheap, writing was on the wall. Jimmy deserves it all, man. Um, just such a fun cat. And so thankful for him. We don't know those numbers. But Hassan Ridgeway went with them too. One year, four million. And so, yeah, Bobo, he says, I'm happy Jimmy Ward's with Demico. I am too. I, I hope the Texans are great. I really, I'm going to be pulling for them big time. It's easy to re- root for AFC teams. And we've been lucky because all three coaches that we have lost, Robert Sala, Demico, Mike McDaniel, they all took a- AFC jobs, which helps us because you don't have to coach against them and all that. So even though uh, I think, you know, we beat them anyway, but whatever. Good news there. Uh, like, that's great. I always want people to go to the AFC. I, I want the, you know, Aaron Rodgers deal to happen to the Jets just because I want them out. I, I want I want an easier route to the Super Bowl. Once you get to the Super Bowl, we'll deal with those issues. But, you know, whenever you – I thought Hassan Ridgeway would be brought back, but when you got Hargrave, good gosh, and Givens back, that DT – listen to the defensive tackle room. Your starters, Armstead and Hargrave. You rotate in Kinlaw, Givens. And then you got Kalia Davis. Yikes. Whoo. That's hot stuff, baby. That is a rotation. That is a rotation. And anything you get from Kinlaw, gravy. Now I'm from the South. I like gravy. <laughs> this is what it is. Eric, uh, speaking of the devil, uh, Eric Meiser, the incredible man, he runs our IG. Uh, he says, thoughts on Bosa incentives, 50 to 100K per sack. You know, if you look at the NFL numbers, sacks get you about $2 million per year, right? And so with Bosa hitting 18 and a half, you can kind of figure out the numbers. I think he's going to be pretty damn close to $40 million once it's all said and done. I know that's crazy to hear for a defensive lineman, uh, but I think Bosa's going to get kind of that 37 to $40 million range, and he's worth it all. And it again, if there's any type of takeaway, that we can have after today. Bosa's not going to be by himself anymore. You know, during the Saints breakdown of Javon Hargrave, he was the most double-teamed pass rusher. During the Commanders game, he was the second most double-teamed pass rusher. You mean to tell me you're going to double him and leave Bosa one-on-one? By all means. Let's go. Shoulder shrug. (laughs) Like... Let's go. I'm totally cool with that. I had no qualms with that whatsoever. So, yeah, Hargraves has a very high motor. Uh, Yeah, load the truth. I love it. it. You know, he made, I counted four hustle plays that he made in the Saints game, chasing plays down um, outside the numbers. That dude goes all out. And snap-wise, he plays a lot. 800 snaps last year. That's a lot of snaps from a defensive tackle position. Luke says Hargrave is great, but do you think the 49ers need a two-gap DT short-yarded specialist? That would be the role that you would want for Kinlaw. Um, I do think that they will still draft another defensive tackle. Kalia Davis is not that big stout guy. Kevin Givens is not that big stout guy. So 
If you're looking at just big stout defenders, it's Armstead and Kinlaw still. But yeah, I think you sh- they will add whether it's a draft guy that's a three thirty pound plus guy. You you picked up guys off the scrap heap last year though that did pretty good. So yeah, I'm not sure Michael Dumfor did well. You had Ty McGill did pretty well at that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would prefer to draft a guy late. I'm going to throw it out there, Keandre Colburn. I mean, 330-plus pounds from Texas, that's exactly what he is. He's not a penetrator. That dude is a wall. Um, He did it for Texas for like five years. Hell of a player. So, like, he's a guy that I could see in the fifth round. That's a a fit. Again, you want to read up on these guys, go check out the draft book, scroll to defense, click on defensive tackles, and boom, 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 you're good to go there. Um, Now, before we get out of here, a couple more things. And again, I I appreciate you guys. I understand this is a fun time. Hope is being restored to the faithful, right? You finish the season in such a yucky fashion. It makes you yuck, right? Now, this is exciting. This is so exciting. Not only do the 49ers get better, look at the NFC West. The Seahawks signed one player today, and that news came out right before I went live. Uh, Draymond Jones, defensive tackle. He's a good player. I, I, I ain't throwing shade. He's a pretty damn good player. Um, I, I really like him. But he sure as hell is not Javon Hargrave. He's not that on a good day. And you look at, you know, the, the Cardinals, good God. All they did was lose players. They didn't sign anybody. You look at the Rams. All they did was lose players. They didn't sign anybody. This is shaping up to be one of the worst conferences in the NFL. It's bad. The Cardinals and Rams are terrible. It's a good thing for the 49ers. I ain't even mad. I ain't even mad. But this has been fun. Um, And a lot more content coming your way. I currently have five video breakdowns loaded for the next four days on Patreon. Um, Thank you, Loath the Truth. He says, great show, brother. Like always. I appreciate that, man. Uh, we, we it's a lot of work goes into these shows, but man, it's worth it every time. I think this is like episode 809 or something. And it's funny because whenever I finish these shows, I'm exhausted, you know, keeping this high energy. I'm not always like this. <laughs> I'm not, not doing like cocaine and stuff in between takes. You watch the inner, uh, the IG live. If you want to see, I, I just do cough drops. You guys want to know the secret to me talking nonstop. It's these bad boys right here. I'm not sponsored by Walgreens. That is a heavy bag. And I go through these things quick because I usually average about two to three cough drops per show. Uh, <laughs> because, again, it's live. I don't get to edit it out. And I can't say, hey, so-and-so, take it away real quick. Like, I'm just talking for an hour straight with very little breathing. <laughs> and I love it. But I'm so thankful for you guys. Uh, the fact that I get to do this, it is not lost on me how lucky I am. And it's because of your support. And so just want to say thank you. And man, we're just going to keep going, man. And this is so freaking fun. Why are you a fan? Okay. Real quick, little side note. My dad was a Braves fan. He had season tickets ever since I was a kid. And I'd go spend summers with him in Atlanta. And we go to all these Braves games. and It was awesome. But he'd get kicked out of games for cussing and get drunk. And he was always pissed off. Braves would be up 7-1. to one And he's just dropping F-bombs like crazy. I'm like, Dad, there's kids around. <laughs> but but I would always like, at, at the drive home in the for, in the Bronco, I would be, you know, just sitting there saying, why? Why do you go to these games? You're so miserable. I, I just never understood it. 
but that's just who he was. He was a miserable dude and whatever. I love him. He was awesome. But I really want you to enjoy being a fan because I freaking enjoy it. I'm a little kid in a candy shop. Uh, David says 800 shows. That's a lot of cough drops. You are not lying. But whenever I was doing this early on, I wasn't ready to use cough drops. So I had cough syrup and I was like drunk after every episode because I would swig those things. And man, yeah, I was, I was, I was lightheaded at the end. I was like, I can't keep doing this. I want to get like addicted or something. So cough drops, we'll see if I can find something better. But I want you to have fun being a fan and you should. And, you know, if you're, if you want the like misery and anger and you need to like sports be your outlet for anger, which I think my dad did, that's cool too. But you got to walk away from today's show. You got to walk away from today's free agency and just be like, hell yes. Like pumped off, just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sip it off the scissor. I love it. Hey, I'm from the South, man. I used to rock that thing hard. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but, the song, I'm not saying whatever. Sorry, I don't want to get too far off. Like, man, have fun. Today is a great day to be a part of the faithful, and I'm so thankful for you guys. Head over again before I say goodbye. Go join our 49ers Rush Bracket Challenge. Try to win that Frank Gore jersey. Go join us over on Patreon or Venmo me, Jonathan Dash Chapman Dash Two. You'll see my logo on there. Venmo five bucks. Leave your email in the messages on Venmo so I can send it to you. If you don't live, leave that. I have to reject the payment. Whatever else. You guys are awesome. Such a great day. And as always, I end every single show the same way. Thank you, Clayton. Oh, I almost forgot. Our executive producers, Philip Kingsford, Kilton Niner, 49ers George, the man behind the scene. Clayton, you're the man and your grandpa was cool. Till next time, stay strong, faithful.